This is Brad with Comics, Beer, and Sci-Fi. It's a beautiful Sunday, March 6th, and welcome to podcast number 11, live from Able Ideas Studios in beautiful Birmingham, Michigan. We're going to be talking about trailers and our super hope-to-be-wish-they-made-them movies out of comics and whatnot, and I'm sure the ultimate cue has something to say about that. Yes, a lot. <laughs> and the Mr. of the Marks, Mr. Mark Meyer. Hello, though. <laughs> Mark's a little above the weather today. <laughs> That's a first. <laughs> and a man at the control panel, Denver Rashan. How are you doing, Denver? Pretty good. How about yourself, Brad? <laughs> uh, better than I was during the week. Mark's usually only say. above the buffet. <laughs> Stay behind the sneeze guard. <laughs> uh, so, what's in the news? What's in the news? Well, the... Uh uh, the big, big news of the week was Mad Max winning six Academy Awards, Indeed, six. which was the most of the night. Now, they were all mainly technical type right, awards. Right, for the visual aspects yes. of it. And you know what? I think, I think that's appropriate. It wasn't the greatest writing, but you'd never know that for a, for a, uh, a completely vacant uh, desert in Africa that they were able to turn it into a, a vibrant... And from literally from the the gates of hell to um, some kind of Edenish type of place, they went from you know soup to nuts, and they completely converted it all out. And I think they did a good job on that. And I will have to admit, I I didn't like the movie, but it was visually pleasing, and that's what they won all the awards for. Yeah, I mean, just the cars alone, the yeah. customizing they did, the costumes. Yeah, you can't the, deny I mean, the beauty yeah. and all that. Yeah, it was the guy terrific. Playing the guitar, <laughs> that was his. I love that guy. Well, I don't know if that was a special effect or not, but uh, I think I, I think that he was being held up by his face was the special effect. Gotcha. But that gotcha. was that. You didn't like that cue. I thought you liked the movie. I didn't know. You have no idea. Okay. Some band needs to incorporate that guy on stage. Yeah. Actually, anything cool. that has uh, girls walking around in translucent linen would be fine with me. That yeah. works, too. Yeah. That works, too. All right. Um, costumes. We have some Ooh. other uh, big news this week, uh, at least to our little circle here. The uh, Batman vs. Superman tickets went on sale. Really? I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, you should get four of That's them. That's sarcasm, folks. I know. I should, I should go get one. I didn't, I didn't or two know. or three or four. Or four. Maybe so you, four. You, two so, for each butt cheek. <laughs> so seriously, are you taking people or you just don't want anybody anywhere near you? And you're going to put like little dummies in the seat so nobody has to touch you while you're watching a movie. No, those Because I've four. gone to baseball games and, and just to keep the sticky children away from me, I bought like a whole section and just me and my dad went so nobody would have to make us move and spill popcorn and beer on us. Or all you got to do is just to start problems. coughing pro- prohibitively. <laughs> I barf just to get people the hell out of my way. And you know what? It just doesn't help. They're like, oh, can we help you? And they start giving you towels. It's really no good. That was a joke. You uh, no, because I believe you find it. No, they're four tickets. Uh, Who are you taking? Who are you taking? Nope. It's not a contest? Not a contest. You're not holding a raffle? No. Okay. Ooh, that we should do that. Yeah. I was See, actually. See Batman versus Superman that. with Q. No? Not, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. 
All right, now I'm afraid someone on YouTube might win, and I might go to jail. Yeah, Uh-oh. Albert might win. <laughs> and I'll, I'm not naming any names. <laughs> Our good friend Albert. Oh God, you're a good friend. He's asked to be on the show, so your shout out to him. Well, I'm sure will hey, be appreciated. He could come on the show all he would like to. All right, another Batman vs Superman news. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel had a great deleted scene from the movie. I thought that should have been in the movie. Quote, unquote. I didn't see it. Uh, uh, oh, it was hilarious. This is wonderful. Essentially, Jimmy Kimmel crashes the party where Clark Kent meets Bruce Wayne. Oh, no shit. Yes, and they got all the actors from the movie. It looked like even the same Lex Luthor comes up, and then Jimmy Kimmel's like, he realizes who Clark Kent's Superman and and Bruce Wayne's Batman, and he starts trying to tell everybody. (laughs) He's like, Superman, it's Batman. And Lex Luthor comes up, and then he, he, he tells Lex Luthor, hey, it's Superman, it's Batman. He's like, it can't be. He can't, he can't, he can't be. He goes, he's, look, Clark Kent's wearing glasses. <laughs> and he, Superman has perfect vision. Like, Batman has a long flowing cape. And he was like, here, take those off. He was like, I've been trying to kill a journalist this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it was very, very good. It was really good. The, yeah, I think the hype machine is in full effect. I've been seeing the toys everywhere. I've been yeah. seeing the trailer. Articles, yeah. Delete or uh, actual oh, extended scenes. Yep. Some local uh, news. There is a new Vault of Midnight comic book store opening in downtown Detroit this spring. Uh, for people that aren't oh. familiar, Vault of Midnight, they've got a couple other locations in I, Michigan. I uh, there's one in Ann Arbor. That, Main Street. I, yeah, yeah, that I've been to. And man, that's a great store. That's got to be one of the, the premier How comic books. How long has that been there? Midtown, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I, I think I saw... I think I saw a newsreel on it. How long has that been there in Ann Arbor? I, I don't reel? know. I don't know. It was know. something on the... It, oh, <laughs> He's having a flashback yeah. to his childhood. childhood. Yeah. Damn it. Breaking news. Here he here. The talkies are coming TV. It was a TV news blurb. I used the term correctly, sir. <laughs> the newsreel. Yes. Okay. Extra, extra. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, um... I think it actually came out last week, but we forgot to mention it. Uh, William Shatner has a new book out. It's called Leonard. And I guess the whole book is about his relationship with Leonard Nimoy. And uh, I heard a little interview with him. And I guess they didn't end on very good terms. Uh, And so Shatner, at least... That's what he's suggesting in the book. Maybe and then that's he just it was a, all Leonard Nimoy. What were right? those terms? Well, he, he was making a Don't documentary. You mean, what were the terms? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Leonard! Tell me. Um, uh, Shatner's made a number of documentaries over the year. Apparently, they were at a convention. He was shooting footage for a new documentary. Leonard said, "You know, no, don't include me on it." And so what was happening, now this is all from Shatner's point of view, who knows the real story, Leonard got upset because when they were on stage kind of shaking hands with each other, you know, Nimoy was like, I told you not to, you know, to shoot me. And he was like, well, they were shooting me. You happened to, you know, come into my shot, you know. And so apparently, you know, that put a strain on the relationship and they hadn't talked since then. So in his last days, they didn't really have any, you know, but I think the bulk of the book is really about 
how they met and all the years and yes why was leonard so uptight i mean the man's gonna have a heart attack oh too late (laughs) damn too soon too soon too soon there was some casting announcements i don't normally go into those because they change so rapidly but this one has been such a long time in the making um stephen king tweeted out that they're Finally, uh, gonna start shooting the Dark Tower movies, oh. uh, and wow. Idris Elba has been cast as the Gunslinger, oh, yeah. and Matthew McConaughey is gonna play the Man in Black. Ooh, all right, all right, that's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, originally, what was fascinating uh, to me about the the Dark Dark Tower movies was that it was gonna be a trilogy that Ron Howard was gonna direct. And oh, okay. in between each of the movies, they were going to do a limited run television show. Oh. So it was it was essentially it was going to be. That's a lot of money, though. A lot of money, a lot of. Stephen King meets Happy Stephen, Days. Yeah. <laughs> That's but it it would have it would have did well because it was so, Stephen so they King. Were gonna, yeah, and, it is crappy days. <laughs> Scary days. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's better. Crap but, my pants uh, days. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know exactly how many books are in the Dark Tower series, but I've heard them kind of compared to that Stephen King's Lord of the Rings, if you will, oh. where he's written a number of books over you know the course of several decades. Um, so you kind of needed that many movies and TV oh, shows so to cover. Also have Fellowship of the Kings. <laughs> In the Return of the King, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Stephen King. Yes, thank you. <laughs> that okay, okay. And so wow. that is going to start shooting uh, here in a couple of months, and it's going to come out in February 2017. So here, here, Michigan, here. Uh, no, oh, not, okay. not locally. Um, okay. In some comic book news, they uh, Marvel has this all new, all different series of books. Where it's essentially it's you know a lot of the characters that we've come to love Avengers Iron Man Doctor Strange no new universe and they yeah no new universe sorry um, and so where they really just relaunch the franchise uh, with all new storylines what they are doing I I don't know if this means that they are not selling well but they're taking the first three issues from that whole line there's maybe a couple of dozen uh, different books and they're combining all three of the uh of the first issues into one uh book and it's only three bucks a pop wow. so it's basically a dollar an issue so right, that's to try, cheap. To, to, that, try to get you to re- start reading a book exactly Pretty much. exactly yeah. okay. so i believe that's gonna Some start money grab yes thank okay, you chris. chris stevens i think it's gonna that's gonna kick off uh, in about june let's see i got some notes here yeah june so we got um one that I heard that was actually really worth checking out was Venom Space Knight. Oh, and oh yeah, oh, they're trying cool. to rebrand him as a hero. Yeah, and I the, saw some blurbs on that, and he's it actually looks good. They've dumbed down the teeth. Yeah, I I saw the the cover, and it looked of the first issue, and it looked pretty cool. Yeah, I so. saw some excerpts from it, and you know what? It might actually be worth reading. And they they've also in this all new. Um, all different line. They've got uh, an Inhumans, Ultimates, uh, Totally Awesome Hulk, Squadron Supreme. Not sure what that is. Scarlet Witch. That was the other one that I heard that was really good. Right. Worth checking out. Uh, they got Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Doctor Strange. I mentioned Drax. Right. You know, Devil Dinosaur is the 
the Tyrannosaur from Hulks and the Agents of Smash. Oh, okay. That yeah. I did not know. The Squad of Supreme is like know. one of the enemies from the Avengers from the TV show. Oh, okay. All right. That's and then we got uh, Daredevil Carnage. Then all new Inhumans, which I guess is different from the regular. Not Medusa and, and, and then going to follow the yeah, ones Black from Bull. the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. Oh, that's... Oh, media. yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was interesting that they started started calling them Inhumans instead of uh, mutants. Mutants, because they don't own the rights to the They don't own the rights to mutants. Right, which is ass-hattery. At its well, finest. That's Marvel at its... That's lawyers for you. Yes, yeah. big big money, big money. Okay. Uh, Ooh, Wheel of Fortune. It would not be a, a podcast if we didn't have at least one little Star Wars uh, mention. Of course it wouldn't be. <laughs> um, the uh, I make Star Wars and nothing else. The Blu-ray uh, release is April 5th, and there's actually going to be four different versions that of you can pick up. Of course there is. Uh, Best Buy grab. has one. Disney... Uh, stores are going to have a different version. Walmart's going to have one, and Target is going to have one. Uh, now, me personally, and Nick's going to have them all. Well, the only real difference <laughs> seems to be. I don't be, think he owns a Blu-ray player. I think he has just a plain old DVD. Yeah, so. like, that I think could he's be still on VHS. <laughs> hey, don't knock VHS. Or a Betamax. He's the world's biggest VHS fan. If, uh, he, if he still has a VHS, I'll be happy to give him the first the, three uh, shows. I have the limited edition uh, Star Wars uh, first three, or four, five, and six. I actually have two two copies of it. Now, is that the original yes. version? Yes. Oh, look at that. Maybe you need to return those back to the library. <laughs> oh, <laughs> those are way past due. Oh, over, over Q's dead body. Yeah. <laughs> those are way past due. All right, let me just wrap up this Star Wars item. Uh, the Target version is the one to get. That's the only one that really is substantially different. The rest are just packaging oh. variations. You mean the, it's a, di- a different director's cut? No, the the Target version, it's the same movie on all uh, of the, the versions, but the Target Blu-ray has 20 minutes extra bonus material. Nice. So if you're going to get one, that's the one to so get. So that should be called the stay on Target version. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Denver, so, so let me ask you a question since we're on the, the subject. Um, have you, you ever seen something that was released on Blu-ray that had no extra anything? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. All the all time. time. All the Wasn't time. Wasn't that the whole fucking reason yes. for Blu-rays in the was first that place? You're supposedly... So you could get an extra movie's worth of junk. Correct. So, so that's how they can sell it to the average person out there who doesn't care for the, all the extra stuff. So they can, they'll sell it they to them for five bucks. So they can sell it for, like, Best Buy can sell for, like, four or five bucks, and it has nothing else on it. But it makes them buy a Blu-ray. A Blu-ray yeah. player. And, well, and, and Force Awakens, they're kind of doing that. Yeah. Um, because this probably only applies to me, but uh, they are not including the 3D version uh, with this initial Blu-ray release. That's going to come later. So talking about money oh. grabs, yeah. they're spacing that out, and there'll probably be a whole bunch of different new... You mean Blu-ray bonus. is, for, is uh, forward compatible to, uh, to 3D? Well, they have 3D Blu-rays, so if your player can play both 3D oh. and your TV can accept it's a 3D it. 3D TV. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I see. Yeah, us people who actually buy Blu-rays know all that information. Well, excuse me, I buy DVDs. Hmm. <laughs> and there seems to be a scent of... Of anger in that comment, but I'm not sure why. They have Blu-rays at the library. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Okay, 
Stay on target. Stay on target. EW.com has the first look at Miss Peregrine's School for Peculiar Children. And uh, it's just a series of photos, so there's not been any footage released. But the thing that kind of caught my attention was Tim Burton described it as the scary Mary Poppins, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's a great animated series, and it's absolutely hysterical. Um, Lots of humor. Lots of theoretically for. Small well, what's the basic storyline for it's people who orphanage. aren't familiar? It's an orphanage. And what happens at the orphanage? All kinds of creepy, weird stuff because there's all these weird ass kids. It's almost like an Adams family orphanage, and there's a bunch of kids, and they're—I mean, I don't know them all by name because I don't know your names, but it is there, there's hijinks ensue. Let's put it. Let's put it that sure. way. It's it's like think Little Rascals meets Adams Family. Gotcha. Okay. At an orphanage. Very good. All right. So we got some hmm. uh, some yeah. TV news. Um, Monday, last Monday, was the return of Gotham. Yes. And they introduced their uh, Mister Freeze storyline. And I gotta say, I thought it was the best Gotham they've probably ever done, just because they took a more sci-fi fantasy approach to it. Before, it's been pretty much a crime show, and they tried to keep right. it somewhat realistic right um but i thought this one they pretty much just went off into a you know fantasy world which is fine with me yeah well it's gotham you got to get there eventually so now i'm gonna ask a question because i'm not a dc guy is that if it if it wasn't on tv i don't know about it but i'm gonna ask anyways um i thought snart from from Arrow was Mr. Freeze. No, it's Captain, Captain Cold. Cold. Captain Cold. So not only do Marvel and DC rip each other off, but DC it rips itself <laughs> right. off. There's like three guys in DC that are cold it's characters. More than that. Yeah. Well, Mr. I mean, Freeze. Like, you got Captain Cold. You got Icicle. Icicle Junior. Well, that's okay. Look at Flash with all this. How many friggin' speedsters, speedsters. are there? Oh, Zoom. It's, I'm finally catching up on this year, and, and it's like, and okay, I had enough. I'm yeah. Flagged I, out. I started watching it, and I got really worn out. There's like 20 different fast running people. Binge. Like, you just can't oh. binge that show. I, I don't. I'm sorry to say. They, right, should, well, they should get Caitlyn Jenner out there running. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> really? First transsexual uh, superhero. <laughs> oh, well, right. on that note. Well, <laughs> heels and balls. Heels and balls. As far as, as, far as TV show goes, um, Agent Carter ended this week. That was an awesome show. That was an awesome show. I'm afraid it's looking like it's not going to be returning. What? Uh, Haley Atwell has been cast in a different ABC show, which usually is not a good sign. Well, no, a lot so of people the are doing two shows. Good, like they hoped. A lot of people are doing two and three shows. Yeah, but now. I think she's starring in both, and that's, I think, where the, the problem is. You could do a supporting role um, in a couple different shows. I knew shows, it was a mistake but. to start watching TV again. You get involved, and then they cheat you at the end. Well, what I like about the Agent Carter, both the first season and the second season, is they felt more like self-contained movies, where oh, there was yeah. a very clear... The serialized. Strict, yeah. Strict serialized. Beginning, but, middle, and end. Yes, sir. Where it wasn't like a lot of these shows where it's just on and on and well, on. I get a and feel... And they do, you know, they did kind of wrap it up without throwing a spoiler in there. Yep. They really tied up loose ends there, so they they, did. somebody must have known. I got a feeling there's a storyline revolving around the Jarvis character. 
Oh, because yeah, there's going to be a reason why Tony ends up calling his his robot whatever Jarvis. Jarvis, and I got a feeling that character is going to be play very important uh, right. into the into his father's life. Right. Well, I, the I, whole Agent Carter series, Jarvis is one of the is probably the second lead in the show. I think there's going to be a tragic situation with that character. I see. That's what I'm guessing. So it's not just a fond affection for his father's uh, yeah. You think he's right actually going to get downloaded into a computer? No, he's going to get killed. That's what I mean. He's going to get killed. But in the meantime, that's not going to be him. He's just he's just going to oh, okay. recreate him in well, his likeness. I think what you just said is probably a precursor to Agent Carter starting to join the movies. That would be nice because Haley Atwell, I think, is is yeah, she great. Does an excellent. Yeah. Job. Okay, what movie is she going to? Right, because in Captain America: Winter Soldier, she had all time. That's what I'm saying. Is there could? I'm just saying. Well, Howard, flashbacks. Howard, yeah, is she going to be brought Stark in movie. Infinity Wars? Are they going to do time travel thing? Well, there is a bring, time stone. Bring her into bring her into stone. the future, so her and Steve can. Well, she was in Ant Man as as old, right? Older, Somewhat old, yeah. yeah. But she was. There is a time stone, so that is possible. That would be a nice reunion. Yeah. Then they could have their date. Okay, and agents. Oh my God, he <laughs> just got the really comic sentimental in sci-fi. <laughs> agents of uh, Shield. Now that uh, Agent Carter is over, uh, Agents of Shield picks back up. I so that was a nice trick. That'll be on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, that'll start. I noticed the president, um, William Sadler, yeah. is still the president, yes. which is cool. Still the president. Yeah. Still the president. And we've got uh, tomorrow, we've got uh, a returning show, which we talked about last week, uh, which is Bates Motel. And then following that is going to be the Damien premiere. There's three new major releases that came out this week. Uh First one is Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Yeah, I really want to see that. That's at 62% on Rotten Tomatoes, so not too bad. And that's the uh, Tina Fey comedy where she goes over to that the Middle turns East. turns out her boyfriend's cheating on her, and she decides to go on assignment. And yes. And, uh, hijinks ensue. I mention it because uh, Margot Robbie is the co-star, Harley Quinn, so she's having quite the year. Yeah. And Alfred Molina, Doc Ock, uh, He's also in the movie as well. Oh, nice. Um, Mark, I know you saw London Has Fallen, correct? Yes. That was actually a lot better than the reviews are giving it. Yeah, it's only it, at about 26% on Rotten really, I went into it without not a lot of expectations, but it was a great action movie. Isn't that the a lot cla- of carnage? A Clash song? What's that? London Has Fallen. I'm not really sure. I think it's just London's fallen. No hats. Anyways, Uh this is just uh, you know just a crazy you know action movie. Is it as good as the first one? Yes, I think it is. I I heard it's like a great popcorn movie. You you leave your brain at the door. You can just go in for the explosions and the action. It's gonna be one of those movies you get together with all your friends and watch it because it's hilarious Uh, and funny. It's the sequel to Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah, well, Gerard Uh, Butler. Yeah, tell us the story for people who don't yeah. know. Okay. Yes, the the prime <laughs> minister of the, the prime minister is, dies mysteriously in England, so all the world leaders have to go to the funeral in England, and it's kind of like last minute. Uh-oh. So security issues yeah. are kind of shaky, okay. and when they get there, um, terrorists hit it. Hit the whole hit the whole city and the whole city just just pretty much comes down. Oh, I mean, awesome! Yeah, and then and then then Gerard Butler's got to get the president. He's the head of the Secret Service. Has to get the president out of there. So in the whole 
you know, the whole movie is basically him trying to get the president, you know, to safety. And, oh, okay. And they just so it's run like the one out. It's Escape from New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right, I cool. like that. So escape Gerard from, Butler is the new Kurt it's Russell. Escape from London. Okay, cool. <laughs> Next, yeah. they're going to have Japan has fallen and China has yeah, fallen. Yeah, but there's nobody there that we want to save, is there? Well, no, there, there, no, uh, wait, there's that one sushi chef who works in that hundred year old place. Him, I would save him. Now let me ask yes, you: Was the song <laughs> "London London Fall London Bridges Falling Down" was that in the movie? No, I don't no, know. Okay. But the movie lacked. I mean, lacked in certain areas in terms of plot and story, and and maybe some really good dialogue, but just in sheer action. Yeah, it's some great action and a lot of carnage, a lot of explosion, a lot of death. <laughs> you know, so. Sounds like a fun night out. Okay, yeah. there was the other uh, big release, which is everyone's predicting will be the number one movie by far, no contest, hands down. Uh, and it's also at 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, so the critics are just loving it. It is the new Disney movie, Zootopia. Yeah, I was trying to push that uh, three or four podcasts ago. Yes, I it remember. At, and just, it, just the trailer makes you want to piss yourself. It's so funny. Well, here's the thing. I took my kids to see it last night. Yeah. Was it funny? It was funny. Okay. But I have to say, this is the most politically, socially conscious Disney movie that has ever been made. Yeah. So it is very serious in certain respects. They deal with a lot of issues like diversity, prejudice, because uh, essentially the story is that you've got this little bunny from the country who moves to the big city, Zootopia, and she wants to become a police officer, and she has this, you know, starry, you know, idyllic version of what the big city is. And then when she gets there, she realizes you've got the Arctic neighborhood or district where all of the Arctic animals go and you've got the rainforest version where I like the, you know, the jungle creatures live segregation. Yes. And so area. Yes. Yeah, safari. Even, even I think that's actually interesting because it's easier to do it with animals than it is with. Human yes. Beings. And so they deal with like Star Trek did years right. ago. Yeah, they, they deal with a lot of heavy issues, yeah. but they do it in a very fun and entertaining way. It's essentially a buddy cop movie okay. with the, in this world, there's the predators and there's the prey. And so the bunny, obviously, is the prey. She befriends Jason Bateman, who plays a fox and is a predator, kind of a con man. Right. And so they have to go out and find out what's happening to all these missing animals. Okay, cool. And, uh, I'm glad it's working out well. So, yeah, it's got just a ton. In, in certain respects, it's less like a Disney movie and more like almost like a DreamWorks movie where there's a ton of references to other Disney movies. They make fun of Frozen. They make fun of, you know, like Wreck-It Ralph. Awesome. Uh, and then they also do a lot of spoofs. There's very cool mentions of like Breaking Bad. Godfather. Godfather. There's a huge, huge Godfather element in it. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's I cannot recommend it more. The big rousing speech that the main character gives at the end, people were actually clapping when it was over. Really? Uh, so it was a very, yeah, very inspirational movie. And the voice cast, I mentioned Jason Bateman. You got Jennifer Goodwin, who plays the bunny. She's the, the uh, was it Snow White, I think, from Once Upon a Time. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, then you got Idris Elba, plays the police chief. 
You have J.K. Simmons plays the mayor of Zootopia. Oh, J.K. Simmons. Does he smoke it. a cigar and have a cheesy mustache? No, he's a lion, but he, oh, okay. <laughs> so it kind of fits, you know. Yeah. Barney, you're fired. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, Octavia Spencer is also in the movie. And then just on and on, there's just tons and tons of good people. So my kids loved it. I was went with my in-laws. They loved it. I loved it. So I cannot recommend it more. Some people were, you know, saying it was a little too preachy, but hey, if it's a good message. I don't yeah, mind right. being preached to. And if it's done in an entertaining way, which this was, uh, more power to it. Okay, so that's it for the new movies. We did have... Now, wasn't there a new trailer? I there heard, was a bunch I, of new I, trailers. I there was an awesome new trailer for a long-awaited... Yeah, Mark, uh, what's that called again? What's the name of that? Um, who are you going to call? Mm. No, no, nope, the other one. Nope, the other one. Oh, oh, Finding Dory? No, no. no. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Uh. Shoot. Seriously? Ice Age? No! Douchebag! Asshole! Oh, oh, oh. Man, this great trailer that came oh, out. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was, oh, uh... Just came out on I, YouTube. I, I, I know, I think it's... Batman versus Superman, the dawn of breakfast. That's yeah, it. Batman, yeah, you know. I tried to set you up. Yeah. Holy hell. What the hell, man? I, I thought like, you guys I were I gave serious. it to you on like a silver platter. Right, I, I was trying to and wait, it in. And we all know Mark's used to getting things on silver platters. <laughs> but, you know, I don't like to toot my own horn and sit there and like go, yeah, I just did a trailer this week. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's break this trailer down. Uh, I thought the two guys running on the beach, man, you feel the earth shaking from up There's here. Definitely a clash of titans <laughs> for clash sure. Yeah, I felt the earth deal. move too. <laughs> yeah, you know. And uh, I just, what's up with these voiceovers, man? It's like an old Chinese movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know? Yeah, I thought it was strange. It seemed like it, maybe it was a foreign film because of the I dubbing. So, yeah. But I got to admit, anybody being chased down by girls in bikinis. You gotta you, watch. You that. gotta watch that. You Be- gotta watch I, I that. Beaches, that. girls, gotta question their sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, pretty girls and food. You know what the fat guys are gonna choose. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, of course, why the girls must have been chasing him with those uh, squirt guns. So. so, needless to say, go to our Facebook or our YouTube channel and check out the uh, the Fat Man versus Superman trailer. We had a lot of fun, or at least I had a lot of fun putting it together. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, it was fun. It was masterfully edited. Uh, I just want to say it's a good thing that uh, me and Brad aren't conscious about our weight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely not a, not a politically correct. Uh, I went home and contemplated suicide for an hour, but hey, you know. Can you imagine if you, guys, fun. Can you imagine if you guys were never in on the joke and you watched that? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Okay, there there were some actual real trailers that oh, came out this okay. week. Okay, okay. And oh we, yeah, yeah, just like I thought all, we were talking about all the all, all the ones Mark mentioned. Let's start with uh, Ice Age Collision Course. Um, I believe that this is the fifth movie, and uh, yes. Fox is calling it a trilogy. So I guess that's a. Isn't this the Pat Morita Jay Leno movie? Collision Course, yes, is the uh, the Jay Leno classic from the 80s with uh, <laughs> Pat wax on, wax off. Shot down at Greek Town. <laughs> yep, yep. But uh, the one that we're talking about is the fifth movie in the Ice Age franchise. Okay. And uh, I thought the beginning of the trailer when it was out in space, Yeah. I thought that was really cool because I was like, okay, let's take this 
after five or four movies, let's take this in a new direction. Right. And then the back half of the trailer totally looks like it's just your it's average asinine. everyday, yeah. you know, so, Ice Age so movie. I, I, can, I can actually accept that there could have been, during uh, any of our Ice Ages, a visitation that didn't end well. But how Scrat gets on board, number one, that the aliens are only this big, right? Scrat is like only two and a half foot tall, right? So we're talking about teeny little aliens with a super giant, you know, super overpowered ship. I mean, it's funny as hell. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I think I'll you're. I think you're going go a there. little bit too in depth on no, this one. No, but I'm. You know, I like to. I like to. My my dad always used to tell me when I was, you know, because I QA everything, of course. Um, he'd always say, "Accept the premise," and I said, "Well, you know, I I gotta. All right, fine." But yeah, I mean, it, it looks very funny, and then there's the Ice Age movie. It's like, correct. Right? Did he just really try to? Yes. Okay. What? Nothing. I think his new code name is going to be Killjoy. Yeah, because... Cool! <laughs> say, Shut up and go read your Torah. <laughs> yeah. Forget Bradcast. You are now Killjoy. Okay, so there's Jesus, another... It's a kiddie movie. Let it go! Let it go. Right. Let, Let it go. go. Oh, no. Don't make no, no sense no more. <laughs> All right. Go from ice to frozen. That... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that comes out July 22nd. That make me shut up. The, uh, uh, the month before that, uh, in June, we're going to get the Finding Nemo sequel. And that trailer came out this week, Finding Dory. Mark, what did you, what did you think? I thought it was cute. You know? Are you a fan of the original Pixar movie? I mean, it was okay. I mean, I'm not a big fan of all those animated movies, but this seemed pretty funny, and I'll probably check it out. Yeah, because yeah, I've seen... Even before I had kids, I would go to see all the Pixar and Disney movies. So uh, I was a big, big fan of the original. I love the animation. I mean, it was really just what they did in that first movie was just mind blowing. Now this one from the trailer, I don't really get a sense of the the visual, you know, no. storytelling. Well, that but, character Dory was a great supporting character yes. in the first movie, and we're, then we're now we're gonna see if if they're gonna if it's gonna work. You know? And yeah. see, they didn't do so well with. Cars too when they made the funny sidekick the main character when oh, Tomater yeah. became the star. I that was my least liked Pixar movie. I really didn't like Cars too. So really? I'm yeah, afraid I'm afraid that this one, like you're saying, Mark, it might be a little too much of a good thing. Uh, Q, did you see the the new yeah, trailer? Seen it. Yeah. <laughs> You don't look impressed. Totally not loving it. I, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't have Batman and Superman in it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Right. No, no cape. No I'm, capes. I'm, There's only hands in it. There's it's, it's fish and hands. I mean, I'm, I like. Tell us how you movies. feel, buddy. Come on. It's, uh, I'm we know you're a big fan of Alan, and you watch your show every afternoon. So every day. It every should be day, right you know, up your alley. You know. So, um, I just I'm not feeling it. Okay. Well, I'm not feeling it. The last trailer that came out this week was uh, for the Ghostbusters remake. That hits July 15th. Let's take it around the horn. Mark, what did you think about it? I really like this trailer. I'm, I'm really happy to see this movie. I can't wait. So you have no reservations about the movie being remade with an all-female cast? No, because I think that all-female cast makes it different. 
when you were going to remake it, you, you know. Then yeah, don't remake the same movie over yeah, again. Don't bring those same characters as new new actors playing those same characters. I want to see these females, and these are some funny female. For the funniest out there right now, so. And and I thought the scenes in the trailer were hilarious, um, and I thought some of the the ghost scenes were pretty cool. So, I'm excited to see them. I liked how they kept the ghosts. In the same style, just updated with the new modern Graph. computer animation. So yeah, that I appreciated. Yeah. So, and I love the uh, the the, the scene at the end when Leslie Jones is beating the hell doing the exorcism scene. Well, there, there's a lot of those those exorcism uh, little gags yeah, in there. That was great. That yeah. that had me laughing pretty hard. So all right, Brad. Okay. I know you know. Usually, the best of the movie goes into the trailer so don't forget this is what's called a teaser trailer oh so this is not where they withdraw that statement this is not where they give you the storyline this is just Um, what they give you the little taste the uh, the gadgets look good um the cgi the ghosts look good um i'm 50 50 on the gags um i think it was a big mistake for them to show that somebody after getting possessed can be uh, uh, exercised with a uh, seven-foot-tall black woman beating the crap out of them. Or having her head twisting around. Yeah, I think that was really, that was not suitable for a trailer. That's something you need to see in the movie because see now you've seen it all and you don't. Well, unless there's so much other good stuff in there that that's just a little. I can't even imagine now. Okay, now wait a second. Paul Feig, who's made three of the best movies of the last several years, I think he's more than got enough good material. He did. He did Spy. Yeah, that was he did very the good. Heat, I enjoyed and that. And then he did Bridesmaids. So those oh, are, those are okay. Bridesmaids was those okay. are three of the funniest movies of the last several years. He's probably the best comedy director right now that, that's I'll, making. I'll films. trust you guys, but I'm I'm serious. There was it. I thought it was supposed to be a completely different universe. It is. No. Yes, because all the Ghostbusters are going to be in the movie playing different characters, so therefore it establishes right, a, that different universe. Right, but if you saw the beginning of the trailer, it said 30 years ago there were ghosts but I don't and think they were guys, and then now, so what they're I showing, think you're confusing the fact that they're establishing their own universe. These are not a bunch of females that said, hey, remember those Ghostbusters from 30 years ago? Let's do our own version of Ghostbusters. In this well, movie, we don't have enough information to go by that. I'm pretty sure that it's I been do, established. I'm going by the information okay, I was given. Okay, just based the by the trailer. It I indicates see. that there used to be Ghostbusters 30 years ago who have evaporated into the ether, and now there's I don't think that's the actual women. case. So, yeah, that's probably bad you know, yes. editing oh, uh, as far I'm, as the trailer I, I, I will, goes. I will allow the movie to be good and say whoever put up that trailer needs a beating <laughs> and let it go with that. All right. Kill Q, me. thoughts? <laughs> I'm totally grabbing that if it's available. I uh, I agree with you guys. I like the the way they did the uh, ghost. I like how they look. It's kind of like you said, the retro style. Um, I Kind of agree with Brad with the gags. Yeah, it's not. I didn't. The trailer by no means blew me away. I mean, yeah, they, stole was, the, I they stole a gag from Young Frankenstein. I mean, fucking Mel Brooks. You don't steal from Mel Brooks. 
Well, and will... they've used a uh, Chris Farley line when Melissa McCarthy's like, oh, that's going to leave a mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. So, yeah, I was not blown away by the yeah, comedy. Was... Well, if you're going to steal, you steal from the best. Okay, steal, I'll, let you, I'll was... let you have that one. All right, I Q. Underwhelmed. Ooh, that's true. Find Total underwhelming. Okay. But it was a teaser. Very it wasn't a real thing. We have no, time but yet. there are certain teasers. Yes, sir. Star Wars teaser. Oh, we were totally teased. Yeah, that was. We, okay. We, we were engorged by that. Batman vs. Superman teaser. You were engorged by that. Yes. <laughs> uh, right there. <laughs> I wasn't engorged until the third one. Okay, uh, so. Gorged. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a teaser. <laughs> you gorge anything. But anyway. <laughs> uh, I was, those trailers, those teasers were, I don't know what the hell this was. This was, consider you yourself that. not teased. I thought it, it was, it showed a lot of promise. Let's put it that you way. Know what? Okay. The, the, the little trailer that announced the teaser but trailer it was better than this crap. How much time do we it have to wait for that? It opens July 15th. So and we've still got now? some. So we so got the four done. months. Well, they've got to pace to themselves. Usually, a couple of months before the movie comes out, you get the first full trailer. But, then a month but, or so, you get the. But, but, Monster versus Man. It was been they've been Monster. diddling us for a fucking year and a half. Uh, to be honest, the Batman Superman footage. I think they've been they've been doing it too long. Because it's been almost two years since right. our first episode, and that was the first thing that we talked about was that movie. And we showed but the leaked well, footage no, from no, Comic Con. We no, because we... they were shooting it in Here. town. Yeah, right. but they were already showing footage in that video. If you go back and watch it, it I included the, the Comic Con footage. Oh. So yep. that's been two years of seeing this footage. So to me, that's kind of screams of being a dead horse. And and having something and anticipating something for for sixteen years. Yeah, don't even get me started like, on that. Please oh, yeah. just make it go away. Yes. So okay, I'll I'll let it go. All right. Before we get to the main the topic of our show, we've got some new DC. Uh, what's the official title? These are the new DC line of superhero girls, and the show has started. Well, it's not started, but they've been sneak previewing. Yeah, they're doing like on two demand, minute, correct? Yeah. On demand on Cartoon Network. It's like two minute. Things to establish. Oh, it's for superhero high school. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So it looks like they've got a, they've got the small action figures, and then they've got the twelve-inch dolls that kind of are reminiscent of uh, Monster High. Magic Lasso. My daughter. And so these are available exclusively at Target, and there are six, three, what are considered heroes, and three villains. What well, are the characters, Q? Uh, from what I from what I grasped on the on the two minute trailer things today, Wonder Woman is the new kid in school. She just got there, and uh, Bumblebee is supposed to be like the um, one that's showing her around. She doesn't look anything like a Camaro. And um, <laughs> different franchise, different, different franchise. franchise. And the funny part is Barbara Gordon. Doesn't even go to the school. Oh, she's the uh, in the IT department. Oh, she works there. She works. There. Okay, what's uh, look in the but, back? What are all the characters that they've got? Well, I know they there's got, six. They right? got Wonder Woman, Supergirl, Harley Quinn, who is Wonder Woman's dorm mate. Ah, okay. Bumblebee, Poison Ivy's in it, but they have a lot more Supergirls in it. Um, I've seen um, Katana. 
Oh, so more uh, than the the figures. Figures. Okay, so there's only six. I'm Am- sure more will be coming out. Right. Amanda Waller is the is principal. The pr- <laughs> That's funny. Amanda That's Waller is the principal. I mentioned. I think I want to say Poison Ivy is a professor. What about Catwoman? Is she in there? I didn't see Catwoman. I seen Hal Jordan. I seen the Flash, Cheetah, because Wonder Woman. It's funny because when Wonder Woman entered the school, Cheetah was running through the hallway, and Wonder Woman stepped on Cheetah's tail. While just you know how you inadvertently step on and somebody, that starts a rift, and that starts their rift. And their well, I was wondering if the if the villains were more like the mean girls of the school. Well, yeah, the you villains know? are yeah. more like the. Uh, like I was telling you earlier, you know, you always have those people that when they, you get out of high school, you know, you, they up to no good even after high school. That's just how it is. They, so basically, they're starting off the as sorority they queens. All, yeah, they all went to school together, and when everybody graduates, they're going to go their separate ways. And instead of them just fighting each other, it's going to be Wonder Woman coming to Cheetah while she's robbing the bank and saying, "You weren't like this in high school. You were so much nicer." So, it, it, I mean, it looks interesting. I don't know how yeah, it'll it, play out. It seems kind of like, a, you know, not to keep bringing up Monster High, but it seems like they're it's using kinda, that yeah. template. But instead of monsters, you're getting superheroes, essentially. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know how it's going to work out. Like Look I said, Gorilla Grodd looks like... <laughs> Gorilla Grodd yeah, looks like he's going to no be joke. a professor. She's got some serious guns on her. <laughs> Gorilla Grodd looks like he's going to be a professor. Uh, like I said, Hal Jordan was in it, and I guess they're trying to aspire to be like Superman and Batman. Doctor Crane, he's gonna be a psychologist. He's gonna be the psychology teacher, <laughs> and um, you know, Doctor Mister Freeze is gonna teach uh, heating and cooling. Clark, <laughs> Clark Kent will be there teaching journalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a great idea because with the animated show you have that freedom. It's not like Bruce the, Wayne to be teaching business, <laughs> <laughs> or the gym teacher, or the gym teacher. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rachel, Death Show could be teaching self defense. <laughs> yeah, they've got they've already got a lot of uh, DC already has kids in high school. Marvel has a whole team of kids in high school. Ultimate yeah. Spider Man has a whole team of kids in high school. Clayface will teach drama. <laughs> Cyborg will be the computer instructor. <laughs> okay. All right. On that note, let's uh, let's jump over to our our main topic for the day. Uh, let's take it around the horn, and everybody will give their comic book that they would like to see adapted into a TV show or a movie. Uh, let's just do one for now because I think we are uh, a little tight on time. Well, Mark's pulling um, out a list. So I don't think he's listening. So he'll have to yeah. he'll have to narrow it down to we'll one, hopefully here. But uh, Cake okay, man, condiment man. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mark. Who's your well, Who's for, your pick? Well, just like when I uh, introduced my um, uh, comic book story uh, that I a few weeks back. Your favorite, uh, my favorite storyline, yeah, comic favorite book storyline was uh, the. Tomb of Dracula. That's a that is a show that I would like to see either put on Netflix or AMC. Uh, and uh, if it could it, be it could be an FX show because they've been doing some pretty FX too. Yeah, FX or AMC. Um, FXX. And if I was you know going to cast it, um, I was going to uh, you know television. They like to use not really the most household big name names. People. Yeah. But but really good actors, and to cast the Dracula 
character. I came up with a few ideas uh, for television. Another one would be uh, Dominic West from The Wire. Oh, he oh, would be okay. good. Yes, oh, he, he was good. Uh, Sean Bean. From, okay. From the you know Lord of the Rings and Thro- uh, Game of Thrones. Yep, he's been doing a lot uh, of TV lately. I know he had a TNT show, I think, for a while. Uh, here's an interesting one. Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. He's kind of older, but I could see I could see him playing a Dracula. Mark Strong. Ooh, he ah, would be a good. Nice. He would now be a great a Dracula. Pick. Yeah. David Morsey played the governor on Walking yes, Dead. Yes. Okay. He could be good. Uh, could Jason be good. Clark. From uh, the Terminator uh, movie yep. that just came out, he's and really good. He was in the the Planet of the Apes sequel, Planet, right? The Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and he was also in um, the one where they find Bin Laden. Oh, oh yeah, zero, zero dark, dark, dark thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Guy Pierce. Okay, now uh, let let me ask you: What storyline is there a particular? Because I know in those early issues, it kind of bounced around. It, it, it seemed more like an anthology well, show because with these you would need to start off with the, I think those first like ten issues you know you know introducing the the vampire hunters and Dracula and why you know and the relationship so would Dracula them. be the main character well he is one of the main characters he he's he's sort of like. Yeah, but the main character is the person who is kind of determining the storyline. Yeah, yeah, it, it, could, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be the the guy that plays his descendant. Um, uh, what was his name again? Shoot, I'm kind of lost. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But yeah, he guy, plays vampire Dracula's uh, yeah, descendant. He's a descendant who's one of the vampire hunters who's after Dracula. Oh, so it's his own family yes. that's trying to take him down. Yes. that's interesting. Yes, that's that would be the pretty much the main character. And I would think that, that for those first like ten issues of the comic would would probably play important to. Well, what's the general storyline? Um, Is it just this team of people coming together to try to try to stop? Yeah, Dracula gets resurrected by one of the one of the, this guy's friends who who has a contempt against him because there's a love triangle going there, and uh, and when Dracula's resurrected, they go after him. To try to kill him because Dracula's going around on a killing spree. <laughs> pretty now much. was now what if let's theoretically say you've got multiple seasons going on? Was was there enough in that story well, in that book? To seventy. There, well, there's seventy issues of the comic, and I'm not too well versed on the later issues. I just I'm really familiar with the, the first sure first twelve issues, um, and. So there's a lot of there's a lot of material. So there's plenty with. to keep it going, especially with that kind of character. If you make Dracula a sort of an because he because he's also an antihero. He's because a lot of times the vampire hunters and and the, and Dracula had to work together to fight a common foe. So there's different dynamics, you know, and dimensions to his character that you don't normally see in movies because he's always portrayed as the main protagonist. Where he where in this he could be used as an. In, uh, no, no, he's used as the main antagonist. Yeah, the bad guy. And in this, he can be used as sort of like the protagonist. Well, it sounds like he can kind of cross the line, which yes. is always what makes a good villain with yes. somebody that you can yeah, hate not, to love and love to hate. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm sure, I think, I, I got a feeling this is something that Marvel is working on right now. I'm not really, there's, it's, it's not really, there's no word about it yet, but I got a feeling this whole, this whole, uh, you know, horror element of the Marvel comics from the early 70s, they're working on something. Well, I think for TV that makes sense because Marvel did come out this week and, and 
emphatically state that they would never make an R-rated superhero movie. And I think it's because they're doing so well with these Netflix shows. All the R-rated material now is on TV now. You rarely see R-rated movies at the theater like you used to. There's well, probably I, I, one or two they, at, at the multiplex. They mentioned that because of Daredevil, everyone now is all of a sudden trying to, or not for yeah. Daredevil, for uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. So, all right. Well, well, but you know, okay, conversation for another time. Q, what's your, uh, w- if you could pick any comic book or comic book character to, uh, to make a, a movie or a TV series out of, what would it be? Don't laugh. <laughs> yeah. Power Rangers? <laughs> so they, fuck it. They're already doing that. They're already so. doing that. <laughs> oh right. Mine would be uh Steel from DC Comics. Well didn't they do a that, movie? No, that's not that don't count. That doesn't count? No, that don't you count. You mean this would be a remake? No, it's oh. not a remake because they're gonna it would be done right. That but don't it's count. the same character. No. Totally different character. So they're not going to get a professional athlete to star in the movie. What are you guys saying? I don't even know what movie you're talking about. I've never seen this movie. Oh, so, so you're playing games right now because that is the character from the DC comic. No, it's not. What, what? That was from uh, uh, Image. Yeah. <laughs> you're full of shit. <laughs> okay, I'm cheating a little bit, yes. I know it was supposed to be he something He just can't admit that DC has more movie flops up. than hits, you know. <laughs> Oh, no, whoa, whoa, no, we don't. Yeah. Catwoman. That, that is true. Uh, Electra. One. That's one. Daredevil. That was technically a hit. With Ben Affleck? Yeah, that was a hit. It wasn't a great movie. Okay. Oh, anyway. come on. Right, it was even, very we'll well give, we'll received. Give him that one. Okay, so oh, we'll let's give say. give you that. But look Fantastic at all. Four. But we'll Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, Okay. But, Fantastic Four. But, 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 <laughs> Let's, let's, That's three right Let's there. list all the successful movies. Uh, do we have time for that? No, no we don't. No. All right. So anyway, no. Oh, whatever. So even Captain though, America, even though this was successful, that was a that was a big hit. The one from the from the early night the eighties. Oh, that one. Well, that, that counts. Was, yeah, but that was that counts. released theatrically? I thought that was a TV movie. It counts. I don't think it was ever really. I think it went straight to video. Oh, but okay. even though, even if it counts, well, okay, you're you're interrupting my time. You're interrupting my time. <laughs> I'm not. That's because you didn't follow the rules. But anyway, go right ahead. <laughs> I don't follow the rules. You want a character that I want to see done that we haven't seen on the big screen or on the in a TV show. Yeah, we've been saying for the last two weeks. We're trying to shed some light on those underappreciated superheroes out there. Okay, I would like to see the Spectre. Now, give us the for people who aren't familiar. The Spectre is basically the spirit of vengeance. Um, He's going around. He's actually very. Very gruesome. It would have to be done. He's part of the Justice League Dark, um, but it would have to be done by, let's say, a director like uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yes, because there's been rumors that he's been trying to get a Justice League Dark yes, but going. They're not going to do. Yeah, it. I think that's been that's, squashed. Yeah, that's squashed. That yeah. um, it might come back because of Deadpool. Now, what's the? Is this a, a a real person? I mean, I don't understand. The How can the spirit is, is, of vengeance? He was murdered and he it came murdered. back as a ghost. Yeah. yeah okay. It so it's kind of crow esque, but it's. Okay, so you know how. Okay, what's the place in the forties? Yeah, it's like. And what's his powers though? I don't. 
He's it's like a mystic. It's like um, he scares people to death. I pretty think. much. Yeah. Like okay, there's an example where the the guy um, is a movie guy. He makes props for movies. So he killed uh, the director, one of the directors or whatever, right? So the Spectre made all his movie props come to life and kill him. So he basically, it's just like the spirit of vengeance, like how Jordan became Parallax. Now, is this going to be a, in in Q Studios, is this going to be a movie? It would have to be a movie. Okay. Unless, unless you can get it on maybe a, maybe a, HBO because like the more special effects you have the you gotta think I mean, it can work push but it, it would into be, a movie it would be more on a stars level or okay. HBO because you would need that it had to be really dark or it could be a Netflix it can do Netflix they did Daredevil and Jessica Jones now so is there enough storyline though because that's oh, yeah. what you gotta think of for a TV yeah, series because anybody can be Parallax like uh, how Jordan was became the Spectre so maybe After each season they have a different Spectre, Spectre yep. that'd be kind of cool because how Jordan became the Spectre because when he became Parallax he killed the whole Green Lantern Corps wow. and now he's be, he became the Spectre as uh, retribution, not retribution, but trying to atone for his sins, he became a specter. So it's Redemption. it's a Redemption. And who, you. if you had to cast someone, who could you see playing this character? As the specter, somebody. I'm assuming they'd have to be. Well, see, the intense and scary. Back, yeah, back then though, like he said, the specter was a detective, so you have to be able to play like a cop role. Ah, uh, so that seems like a good one for uh, Idris Elba, even though he's in the he's going to be tied up with doing the gunslinger. Yeah, but, but he could do that real a, intense. It would be more of a freaky. noir type of cop. Yeah, yeah. So, well, that was. Have you seen the show that he did? Uh, the Luther? English show. Yeah, Luther. Luther. Yeah, Luther's really good. Yeah, so, so yeah. he kind of plays like a hard boiled. You yeah. Know. Mach Gabriel Mach. I want to say him. Maybe he could pull it off, or. Uh, Strong blanks. Cause we don't have casting director lists yeah. here, so it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard up to with like think. A lot of stuff. Well, I was hoping here. you guys would think of that before you showed up. But anyway, okay, um, you know. What uh, do you mean, you guys? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't gotten to Brad I yet. I had a list of movie mine. actors and TV actors for my care for my. Well, you know, I had mine all singled out, but you know, being changed on the spot there. Go ahead, Brad. Hello. Q's trying um, to pass the buck, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you come back to me, Consider and I'll be already. Passed. Um, I was going to say Thunder of the Barbarian, but I thought you guys would laugh at me, so I'm going to withdraw that one. Um, I kind of settled on, uh, because I was doing a lot of research into Deadpool, and as much as I'd like to say Cable needs a movie, um, it's, it's kind of been done. But the first six episodes of X-Force... Um, they are making a, a movie of that, actually. They are? Yep. Oh. Well, do, well, you, know, do you know why? Unofficially. Okay. Because I what couldn't happened, find anything on Fox it. Fox has announced that they are uh, producing two new X-Men Universe movies. Okay. And the scuttlebutt is that X-Force is going to be one, and then New Mutants is going to be the Got other it. one. Okay. So, that has been unconfirmed. So go ahead with your X Force well, so, theory. Well, I was I was gonna like that one because it shows it shows the story of the 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 child apocalypse, and it's a really interesting storyline. 
and you get to see um, love interest between Psylocke and Archangel. Well, uh, for people and, who aren't familiar with X Force, just basically, real quick, who are they? Um, uh, Wolverine, Deadpool, uh, Psylocke, um, Angel slash Archangel. Um, yeah, but how are, how are they thrown together? What's they the are the they are the sanctioned killers amongst the X Men, put together by. Um, what's a Ruby guy? Uh, Cyclops, and they were only for a couple of missions, and then they were shut down. And they said, "I'm sorry, fuck that. We're staying together." And so now they're hanging out in the uh, the the wealthy lair of Angel, and so he's technically the leader. He's still fighting his um, uh, apocalypse uh, conversion to Archangel. Um, so he's having a hard time control it. That's why Psylocke's on the team. She's kind of keeping him mentally together. Um, there's another guy that I've never heard of before. Um, uh, it's like Terminator X or Ter- something. I can't remember what the hell his name is. But he's he's like lives outside of time. He's like a created human being. Um, uh, mutant genes with sentinel technology so he's he was grown but he was grown in a you got to read it you got to read it because the second the second arc in that series is talking about how um deathlock has taken over and has now converted all of the avengers into deathlocks they're all been cyberized and he's in control of them, and they're trying to hunt this guy down because he's the only one who can, you know, it's very exciting. Gotcha. So um, this sounds definitely sounds like a movie with all would, these It would make a great franchise. franchise because the writing in it has been so good and so tight. But if that weren't possible, I would have to go back to my childhood DC favorite, and you never hear about this guy, and I thought he was, he was the best hero and the even more best... Um, uh, villain, depending on who was writing it and what book he's in, was Brainiac. I absolutely loved Brainiac. His counter to Lex Luthor, because um, first he was with him, then he was against him, and then the little the little uh, city in the bottle and all of that stuff. And I uh, don't ask me who. It, now would Brainiac it, it, be the main character? C- could think, he kind of support a leading I really man? Think, role? I really think he could. You could like bring him in, and it's in theory. In two and a half hours, you could transition him from bad guy to good guy. I can, I, I could. That'd be cool. I could That'd see it happen. Different, and then leave it, leave it as a you know. Now he's good, and okay, cut. And then so it's a good Brainiac origin story. Yeah, basically. exactly. That's that'd, what I would really like cool. to see, and Actually, I think that would be, be cool. very successful for for DC because I'm always I'm always going big on Marvel, but. I think Brainiac has the chops to uh, to pull it off because it's a whole it's a whole side of that universe that we never get to see. All right, just because we're running low on time, as always, uh, I uh, will quickly go through mine. I originally wanted to see a movie version of a comic book called Zombies versus Robots. Uh, it was published mm-hmm. by IDW, and oh. uh, I remember picking up the very first issue. 
in the comic book store, even though I, I don't collect comics that much nowadays. But when I heard that title, I was like, okay, I got to get it. And it was actually pretty awesome. It was different from what I expected. It's essentially, it's the end of the world. The zombies have wiped out all the humans. The only thing that remains are these robots um, and not humanoid robots, more like R2-D2 droid-type robots. Really? And there is one remaining human on Earth, and they have to save. It's a baby, and so they have to save and care for this baby so that they could then repopulate through cloning the human race. Um, so it's a really fascinating uh, storyline, and the, the artwork is what sold it to me. Just some of the best artwork, totally different from anything that's been done. Um, but unfortunately, I found out that Michael Bay is bought the rights and is working on a movie version right Bastard. now. I know, because you know it's going <laughs> to suck if Michael Bay is involved. Money grab. Um, yep. So I, my number two selection is going to be uh, Miss or Ms. Marvel. And this is the new version uh, with Camilla Khan. That already? What's that? No, I haven't. No. I haven't. Yeah, Captain Marvel. I know, but they're making they're do, one. They're doing they? Captain Marvel. No, Ms. Marvel. Believe me, I checked. Um, and I think this would make a great TV show. Uh, there is a network. It used to be called the ABC Family. Uh, it's they've changed the name to Freeform. Oh, okay. and it basically it appeals to like teen girls. And so what other show would be better than Ms. Marvel, which is about a teenage girl who uh, becomes an inhuman shapeshifter type where she can make parts of her body really big, you know, like make her fists really big so yeah, she can I've smash that. people. Yeah, I've seen that. hysterical. Or um, boobs. Yes, well, that when she gets older. Um, <sighs> but what's, mark. What's, uh, what's interesting about this character, which everyone always mentions, is that she is the first... Pakistani American Muslim superhero. Oh, I heard about her. But what's cool is that she—they play her as just a teenage just a girl. Kid. Yeah, yeah, she's just a kid. And that is a part of who she is, but that is not like the the driving force of the book. You don't see her hair or anything. What's no, that? but but you know what? I've read a couple. Face always I've, I've read up. the I read the first issue or one of the first couple of issues, and she's non-prepossessing. She's she's very humble. But she respects her family and the traditions, and she loves her family. And there's a whole, I don't know, six pages of her brothers trying to get her family to accept the girlfriend who wants uh. to get married. It's absolutely hysterical because I'm sure it's, it's true to life. Okay. Yes, I, I would. I believe the author is a converted Muslim, mm -hmm. and so he's obviously drawing yeah. from his own but it's well story written. and friends. You know what and I'm family. saying? It's right. well drawn. Is it's this, well and it's well written. Does this story take place in Dearborn? I think it does. No, originally they wanted to do that, <laughs> uh, but they changed it up. It's uh, I believe it's New Jersey. The character. Yeah, we don't have in. we don't have a big packy. Uh, no, no group um, here. It's it's all. Wait, well, so do we all get to do Pakistan? Yeah. Okay. So now the only problem. Oh, and anyway, she takes the name Ms. Marvel because Captain Marvel is her hero, and so in honor of her, and so you can get away with calling a teen girl Ms. Marvel, whereas a woman, which Ms. I think originally Mrs. was the case, right. is uh, Mrs. Marvel. Bit of an insult. Uh, the only problem with uh, t 
converting it to a TV show is that it, I believe I haven't read it all, but in the main, the first run of stories, she teams up with Old Man Logan, and so I know that they well, that's going to be pretty they violent. Can't use that character right. a for movies or for TV, um, and so they are going to have to change that. But I'm sure they could come up with some other superhero right. to fill that slot. But I guess the twist is that because it's old man Logan, Miss Marvel is the one who's really the superhero of the two, and right. he's just there more for his experience and support. So he's the sidekick Well, but he still has the snicks, doesn't he? I believe so, right. but, you know, uh, he's, not the, he's not the one in charge, essentially. Right, sure, of course. Um, and they take on the inventor. Who I'm not familiar with, no, but me neither. Uh, apparently it's a pretty good run, and I don't, I couldn't find any Pakistani American young teenage actresses, so don't ask me who to cast in it. But I'm sure there's plenty of good oh, ones sure. out there, so it'll be a good chance to give a undiscovered, uh, unknown her her big break there. So anyway, that's uh, you're a two. That's my recommendation. Oh, okay. And so. Brad, can you tell us what we've been drinking oh, today? Oh, well, um, mainly because Mark recommended that if it's not fruity, he doesn't want to drink it. So this week, Mark's we really have fruity. the fruit. So fruity. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, fruity. Uh, Frambois Lambic, Belgian raspberry beer. Mm, malt beverage with natural flavors and natural sweeteners. This is unusual. Uh, barley, unmalted wheat. Raspberry juice, aged hops, and wild airborne yeast. No added yeast. Uh, this is made by uh, importers of, uh, let's see, Merchant de Vigne, specialty beer out of Washington uh, State, uh, Lindemans. I like uh, your pronunciation and all that uh, yes, thank Belgian you. there. I'm a professional. And I got to say... It's very tasty. I loved it. I thought I am I thought it was pretty good. I've had raspberry beer before. Mm-hmm. I was telling Q, uh, Dark Horse makes yeah. a really good raspberry beer, but there it's uh, theirs is more beer with just a hint of raspberry. This is clearly a raspberry with a hint of beer. beer you yeah, know? yeah. Uh, which is fine with me. I thought it tastes great. No, no. I think it did. In fact, I didn't see an ABV. Let me see if I can find it. Whenever you cork beer. beer, it's going to have like a wine flavor to it. Yeah, this <laughs> son of a bitch had a cap and a cork. So luckily this Kinda time I brought a... Uh, sci-fi. I brought an opener. <laughs> so anybody else have no any uh, any recommendations yeah. oh, uh, to wrap yeah. things up here? You're talking about uh, stuff we want to see on TV? Well, if you want to beat that dead horse, go right ahead. But beat I was it. trying to wrap it up. I don't know. No, go ahead. No, quickly, no. quickly. I don't say the question, but, you know, I like what? the question. Question. He's yes, a, a vigilante for Hub City martial oh. artist, and he has this special gas that puts a mask over his face. So he's like the man with no face. Oh, so that's like, cool. Yeah, and he's like a conspiracy. It's kind of like Rorschach. Yeah, no, different. You have to watch. You watch the animated Justice League Unlimited. Oh, that's I went. Okay, go ahead. That's the guy with Supergirl who found out all the information. Oh, when she got taken by Cadmus. Okay, yeah, but um, that was the my. girl who voices um, Martian Hunter, Martian, Martian Man Hunters, uh, Miss Martian. Megan, yeah, yes. um, put out a request on Facebook that for the next week 
everybody binge watch Young Justice. Young Justice in order to try and let uh, Netflix know that we want a third season. Not only her, the voice of Superboy, yes, the voice yes, of, a lot ev- of all a lot the cast. Of They're looking for some job security, apparently. Yeah. Wow. Just, just wow. <laughs> all right, Mark, any recommendations this week? Marky Anything Mark. we haven't talked about yet? Geeky or otherwise? The dawn of breakfast. Because <laughs> um, one helping isn't enough. That's right. <laughs> all I can say is something we, I mentioned in the last podcast. Eat the we were cake. talking about witches. Uh, when I was mentioning the Abbott and Costello movies, yes, I recommend watching the Abbott and Costello movies oh, that Abbott had horror elements yes. in it, like the me- Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, Dracula, Werewolf, Abbott and Costello meet Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, Abbott and Costello meet the Invisible Man, um, and um, and those are all out on Blu-ray. Or? Th- those are on VHS. They're on Library. DVD. They're on DVD. Okay, so they are readily available. Yeah, those are okay. some of the best classic comedy horror yeah. movies out there. And I just want to say, Cloverfield comes out this week. Uh, that, that looks pretty good. I'll definitely Cloverfield be comes that out this week. Uh, I still have to see, see the old it. one. Go okay, and then it. I'm going to give myself a little shameless plug. Uh, this week starts a show that I added and work on called RoboZone. And what we do is we cover high school robotics teams throughout the state. Oh, nice. And every weekend in March and April, they get together. They all compete against each other. This year is Stronghold because each, each season they do a different type of uh, event. Yeah. And so essentially this one is robots trying to attack a castle and take it over on the wow. opposite side of the field. I should put you in contact with the um, the uh, uh, department head over at OU. Their robotics team uh, went national and won against Carnegie Mellon, MIT, and Stanford. Well, Michigan and is known as the best robotics state in the country. We yeah. have more robotics teams than any other state, and there's a couple of teams that every year wind up in either the world finals competing or winning so it makes sense that all those kids would be going to college right and continuing on their their winning ways aren't those programs like funded by the auto industry um (laughs) yes and no uh the auto industry, uh, a lot of the people that work in the auto industry are mentors for these right. different groups. And so that's why... I knew there was a relation. That's why we dominate. Um, and so go to RoboZoneTV.com. All the episodes are up there. Are you, uh, do you shoot fir- or just edit? I just do the editing. Um, okay. And it's on... If, you're, if you want to watch it live, it's on Sunday mornings, and then they repeat it throughout the week on Fox Sports Detroit. Um, but I would just say go to RoboZone.tv. You can watch it on demand anytime. And uh, that's my two cents. So, Brad, take it away. All right. Well, thank you, the indomitable Q. That's right. The masterful Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and our board man, Mr. Denver. This has been the 11th, count it, 11th podcast of Com Experience Sci-Fi. Uh, I need everybody to go to ableideas.com and buy some comic books. And I want everybody to go to www.comexperiencesci-fi.com and watch some videos and check some links and listen to our old podcasts and just listen to them over and over again and laugh your ass off and then go get surgery and put it back on. Um, I think we need to see some tweets from you guys at 
CBSF underscore the underscore the Q. CBSF underscore the underscore Q or CBSF underscore broadcast or whatever Marks is, but he doesn't tell us. So we're or not just make it easy at Comics Beer Sci Fi at Comics Beer Sci Fi. That's and really they'll forward it to us. You yeah, know, or go to our Facebook page and like the hell out of us because we're likable. God damn it! Uh, this is a lot of us to like. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, so fluffy. <laughs> See you next time.